The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Now, a new report on the changes to Ireland's climate over the past 30 years has been issued today by Met Erin. Kira Ryan is a climatologist with Met Erin. Uh, Kira, what are the main findings of this report into Ireland's climate averages? Uh, so, the main findings that we see uh, are that Ireland's temperature has increased by around 0.7 degrees Celsius between this 30 year climate averages period and the previous 30 year period, which was 1961 to 1990. Um, And we see that increase in temperature across all seasons and across all regions of the country. It's quite a uniform increase. Um, As well as that, we see an increase in annual rainfall of around 7%, uh, with the greatest increase seen in summer rainfall then. And that is less uniform because as we know, rainfall can be quite um, variable. So we see the largest increases in the west and the north around 6 to 12 percent in, in those areas compared with lower values than in the east. Um, so they're, they're kind of the most notable findings that we see from the report. So a warmer, wetter, sunnier Ireland. That's right. Yes. Um, so as well as the, the temperature and the rainfall, we also looked at sunshine um, and we see an increase in sunshine. So some positive news there that, you know, we've seen about 63 hours annually more sunshine around the country, which is around a 5% increase. These increases in terms of rainfall and in terms of temperature, Kira, are they what climatologists were expecting? They are. I mean, we, we know that the temperature has increased uh, by about one degree since 1900. and But much of that warming has been since, say, the 1980s. And I suppose year on year, we're seeing above average temperatures in Ireland. The rainfall, as I said, it can vary, you know, it varies year to year. But what this is giving us a picture of is uh, more of a baseline for over the last 30 years. Um, so we can see that, you know, July has, uh, the rainfall in July has has really increased when we look at a comparison between the two 30-year periods. And of course, we look at our windows at the moment and mm. and, and that ties in there. Um, but so it's kind of given us a more in-depth look at, at how how things have changed over, over the most recent decade and, and over the most recent three decades. And the reasoning behind these changes, is it all been put down to the climate crisis? No, I mean, we, we're always going to have natural variations in the climate. So there's a lot of different factors that come into this. Um, and of course, climate change being one of them or a major part of that. We know that the climate is warming. We know that humans are responsible uh, for large parts of that. And, and, and then we also have natural variations as well. But um, the, I suppose what we're seeing with Ireland's climate and the cha- the rise in temperatures is very much in line what we're seeing on a global scale and and the impacts as well then for things like extreme events and and how how it impacts those and makes them more severe more severe and intense and increases the magnitude or the frequency of those events. John Sweeney is professor of geography at Maynooth University. He's also with us, uh, Professor Sweeney. What impact is more rain? more sun, warmer temperatures having on the Irish landscape? 
Well, undoubtedly, um, it's, it's something that, as Kira said, um, has, is not unexpected. And uh, it means that the primary threat it poses for the Irish landscape is one of wetter winters. Uh, and that's going to be a problem increasingly difficult to handle in the years ahead. I think we have to come to terms with the probability that we're going to face increased flood events of higher magnitude, places that haven't flooded before will start flooding. Uh, and in the summertime, you know, I, I was a bit surprised, to be truthful, with the increase in summer rainfall. I thought it might be decreasing, but coupled with the extra sunshine, um, it would seem to me that we're getting more convective rain in summer and more intense rain probably in summer as a consequence of the land warming up more. So that will mean, again, that we're not out of the woods in terms of flood problems also during the summer months. It will, of course, also mean that we will have problems in some of our coastal communities, both as sea level rises, but also, as we've seen in the last few months, from warmer ocean waters. Um, we have a marine heat wave well underway at the moment, which may if it continues, pose problems for the ecology of some of our coastal areas. It will mean that we have to change and adapt agriculture. It will mean that we have to change and adapt our water supply situation to our towns and cities. And both of those changes will be expensive, especially the infrastructure we will need to ensure that um, dwindling supplies of water a little in the, in the years ahead as population increases, that those supplies of water are adequate um, in terms of uh, the seasons when it may be a more difficult uh, quantity to actually bring to our towns and cities. So I think we do have to face up to the fact that we face uh, burdening the next generation with considerable, um, if you like, uh, financial burdens in order to adapt to what's coming down the line. And what you talk about there, what's coming down the line for coastal communities, for the farming community, the food production community, are we making the necessary changes? Are we preparing properly for what's coming over the next 10, 15, 20 years? I think it's fair to say we're not. Um, we're looking at uh, Irish greenhouse gas emissions, which are 50% higher than the European average. So we're looking at us making a disproportionate contribution to the kind of extreme weather conditions with all of the consequences that has for hardship, for suffering, even for death in, in many parts of the world today. So uh, the time for actually pointing the finger elsewhere and pretending we're small, that time is long since gone. Uh, and we really do have to get our act together in terms of being responsible citizens on the international stage and pulling our weight. Because at a time when EU uh, emissions have fallen by around 30% in that 1990 period that uh, that Kira mentioned. Our emissions have been increasing quite steadily. So um, we're going the wrong direction and we're therefore not really uh, tackling the problem and giving it the sufficient attention and giving our leaders sufficient support to make the necessary changes in society that we're going to have to take one way or another. Kira, the heat waves that we're seeing at the moment, the extreme weather in southern Europe, the extraordinary temperatures we're seeing in China and the USA, are these likely to become the norm in summer in these parts of the world? Well, I suppose I suppose what we're seeing at the moment, particularly in Europe, is is yes, this this extreme heat wave and that high pressure that's centered over the Mediterranean. But as John mentioned there, we have unusually high um sea surface temperatures at the moment that are playing into this you know another factor kind of exacerbating the heat because we don't get that cooling effect in over the land and then of course 
the underlying effects of climate change that increase these events. Um, they, you know, we were looking at records being broken in China, in the United States, in Europe at the moment. And the worrying thing, I suppose, is that they're not being broken by, you know, small amounts by 0.2 or 0.3 degrees. Like they're being broken by quite significant uh, amounts, which is quite worrying because, again, it goes back to the underlying trend when, you know, global temperatures are higher and then that shifts these extreme events and kind of supercharges them to an extent. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, the IPCC has shown an increase in the frequency and magnitude of these extreme events since the 1950s. And that's likely to continue as long as our temperatures continue to increase. Professor Sweeney, we see today that John Kerry, the US climate envoy, is in talks with China for the next three days uh, summit on the climate crisis. Does any part of you feel that the extreme temperatures we're seeing around the world in the USA, in China, may finally spark some real conversations to life? Well, I think the evidence of the past 30 years of COP meetings is that uh, national self-interest usually trumps international cooperation in these areas. I think what's interesting that uh, with China at least and the US at the moment is they're both suffering simultaneous events. And indeed, also we're seeing those simultaneous events in other places, uh, in, in Japan and Korea, as well as in Europe. And this is of some concern, I think, for the big powers because it raises the prospect of potential failures of harvests uh, down the road uh, in key breadbasket areas. So I think China is beginning to wake up to the fact that uh, the rivers on which it so much depends for its agriculture, coming from the Himalayas, they may be threatened. Uh, and America is waking up to the fact that it can no longer be as profligate with its energy use as it has been in the past. So I do hope that those two, the largest greenhouse gas emitters in the world, will finally realise that they have something in common uh, and that uh, they will cooperate in COP28 coming up uh, at the end of this year. But I don't hold out great, great hopes, I have to say, that we will suddenly see an awakening and the dawn of realisation that the drastic steps we need to take uh, will actually be agreed at that event. You mentioned national self-interest there, Kira. In our own national self-interest, is it ever going to stop raining? <laughs> um, well, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have a little bit of unsettled weather as the week goes on. I think we we might have a little bit of a reprieve tomorrow and Thursday, and then back to unsettled conditions for the rest of the week. We unfortunately, the jet stream is located further south of Ireland at the moment than it typically would be at this time of year. So that's what's causing this unsettled weather. And um, I'm afraid I, I don't have good news on that front. All right, Kira Ryan from Medair and Professor John Sweeney, thanks for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.